Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, where we'll be talking about the different experiences of my life. Episode one, super excited. This one is the perfume bottle. It was a Saturday afternoon. My father had us for the weekend. Um, I do come from a divorced home. You know, back when I was in school, it was like, oh, your parents were divorced. But now it's like, oh, your parents are not divorced. What's wrong with you? It's weird how the roles have kind of reversed and the views have kind of reversed on that one. But I'll get off topic on there. So my father had us for the weekend and he had been paged out. And so he had no one to watch me, like no one. He called around, couldn't find a babysitter, couldn't find a friend. I mean, back then you were literally phoning a friend. He had no lifeline. So he had to do the ultimate sacrifice take a seven-year-old on a crime scene. I can't speak. Take a seven-year-old on a crime scene. And not only just a crime scene, a murder scene, because my father was what? A homicide detective. So I'm seven years old. We're walking up to the apartment. And I remember my dad looking at me as soon as we walked in the door. And he says, you sit down now. You do not move. You do not talk. You do not do anything. You just sit here. Do you understand me? Now I'm seven years old. You don't have to be so rude about it, but yes, I understand it. So he goes, if you have any questions, you ask this patrolman, you do not move. So I sit there. Patrolman, very nice. You could tell he was a rookie because he still had his hat on inside. But he says, would you like to play Nintendo? There's a Nintendo here. I said, absolutely, thank you. So puts the Nintendo on for me. I'm playing. Super Mario Brothers 3, I have to go to the bathroom. Well, it's like, uh-oh, a seven-year-old was told not to touch anything, don't move, has to go to the bathroom. What's going to happen? So, I asked the patrolman if I could go to the restroom. And he said, sure. He's like, just remember, don't touch anything. We've already dusted in there. Now, my seven-year-old mind is thinking... They're in there with like a feather duster, like what you see in the movies, dusting the countertop. Oh no. They had been dusting for fingerprints for the murderer. And he was like, just remember, don't touch anything. Once again, I'm seven. You have now told a seven-year-old, don't do what a seven-year-old does because now the seven-year-old's gonna do what a seven-year-old normally does, which is what? That's right, I touched everything. Fingerprints were mixed in with my fingerprints. There, I mean, when they dust, they use a black powder. So there's just black dust everywhere and I'm just all up in it. Well, and I'm laughing the whole time. Well, then came the perfume bottle. Perfume bottle was like a 1920 style bluish, like a bluish green with a six inch stem on it and a little ball with black tassels. So what do I do? I grab it. I've seen them in the movies. So I just start spraying perfume everywhere. And that perfume was liquid. What happens to fingerprint dust and liquid? It kind of melts. So I'm spraying it all over the place and I'm giggling. And all of a sudden the bathroom door kind of opens up and my dad kind of looks up and his partner looks up and they're just like, oh, seven-year-old in the room. I remember my eyes got big and I turned around and walked away, sat down. Kept playing Super Mario Bros. 3. 
So my dad has to leave. He's, he's like, you know what? I got to get the kid out of here. So he takes me up to my mom's and she's like, why does he have this look on his face? And he's like, oh, no reason. And it, I wouldn't say shock. It was more like just what? What did I just see? And so she takes me in the house and she goes, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? And I was like, well, you know, this is what I saw. She flipped out. I mean, flipped out. I don't think I've ever heard my mom scream as high, as loud as that. So you have a seven-year-old who has literally just seen his first murder scene, murder scene, and is in kind of shock. And is already going through some issues because he comes from a divorced home in the 80s. But yeah, I think that was like the precursor to my like love of horror movies, I guess. I don't want it to sound obscene or obtuse or gross, but that was probably like the precursor to where, to the numbness that I, that I suffer in my life. Cause there are times where I could just be totally numb against everything. So with that, you know, I clearly remember it. I remember it so much to where I remember the wicker light shade on the light bulb in the kitchen. And years later, I'm sitting down with my dad. I'm in my thirties and we're sitting there talking about like my career with the police department where I want to go and all that. I said, you know, my memory is really good. He goes, no, nah, your memory is not better than mine. I went, really? Remember that murder you took me on? What murder? I never took you on a murder. I named her. I described the apartment building. I described her apartment. And I went, I can actually draw it for you. Only one other person in my entire life has I, have I known has like total recall on anything. So... He has total recall on like visuals. I have total recall on conversations. And I'm telling you, I mean total recall to where people have had conversations with me. I brought something up from six years prior and I could even tell them where they were standing and what they were wearing. So the takeaway, the experience that I've gained from that one instance is be observant as hell. And I mean observant. Be aware of your surroundings. Who's wearing what? Where are they standing? Where's the nearest exit? If something were to happen, where could you go for safety? What could you hide behind for concealment? What could you take cover behind? An entrance and an exit plan, kind of, and just overall safety. Um, because you really never do know what could happen in your life. You know, you could be sitting here talking to your best friend or listening to my podcast. And tomorrow, something bad could happen. But the takeaway you had was, well, I was, I heard observant. Be observant. See everything when you walk in. So I'm hoping that that helps you. Um, this definitely helps me because I kind of get to talk about some of the things I've gone through in my life. Um, and they are pretty interesting. I had someone in my car at one time go, you have like the most interesting life of anyone I've ever known. And I'm like, really? I think my life's pretty boring. But you know, this is a way for me to get to tell y'all what's going on in my life and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, yes, it's considered like a life journal, but I mean, it's literally, these are the stories. And if I could play the law and order theme song and the dot dot, I would, but the only thing I will do is I will change the names to protect the innocent or the not so innocent, but I will always tell you the truth always.
these stories happened to me 100%. As much as I didn't want to live them, I lived them. But hopefully you'll be able to take something away from this. Now, I just want to say thank you so much for my very first episode. I'm so excited that you got to listen. Um, I will be opening up a Q&A format on this podcast. So you can ask me lots of questions. I can give you lots of answers. And in the meantime, you may check out my website. It is www. Actually, strike that. It is beyondtrippinballs.com. And that's trippin, T-R-I-P-P-I-N. Who says www anymore? It's like found on the world wide web. So with that, I just want to say thank you. And I want you to have a wonderful evening, afternoon, morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. But just remember one thing, no matter what you go through, no matter what happens in your life, we're going to be all right. We're here for each other. We will help one another and we're going to be all right. <laughs>